that we really are love. We really are loved. Um, you are not alone. You are seen and celebrated by the divine. And, and really to learn to do that for ourselves and each other. Welcome to Positive AF. The guest I have today began her journey as a wounded healer, having faced spiritual and physical personal trauma, along with emotional turmoil stemming from a dysfunctional relationship. All of these factors held energy, which developed into physical pain. She sought out help from holistic practitioners, setting her on the path of self-love and healing. Coming full circle today, Morgan Zene helps women tap into their divine feminine healing powers through dance as a healing art. As you're listening to this episode, I challenge you to move your body to expel any trapped negative energy. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Des DeCosta, and today I'm talking to Morgan Denae. She is a core and dance-based trauma recovery coach supporting women to claim and transform their unique inner beauty. Morgan Denae, welcome to Positive AF. Thank you, Des. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. But before we dive in, let's get grounded in some gratitude. Morgan, can you tell me something you're grateful for in this moment? Oh, grateful to be here healthy and grounded and to have come through so much and have this opportunity to, um, to serve and to create a life that is a joyful. I think with your story, we are just going to unravel just how much gold you have to share with us today and how much healing you do have to share with our community. Um, so let's start off with that. How do you help people exactly? Okay, well, <clears throat> I, uh, you know, kind of in terms of formats, you know, I work with um, people one-on-one, I work with classes, I work with you know, groups and uh, workshops kind of, you know, across the board. Um, <clears throat> and really foundationally what I work with is supporting people, primarily women of all ages, but I've definitely worked with men as well, um, to, to really supporting them to love themselves, uh, to take care of themselves and to be in a, in a positive and interactive conscious relationship with their rooted in their body. This includes also with the soul, with the heart and with the mind. And so I do that through um, programs, my programs with dance therapy, core recovery and strength and somatic trauma recovery as well. Um, I'm also a mental health lifestyle advocate. I call it the mental health lifestyle because it really is about the way we live. Yes. Wow. You went into a lot of things. There are a lot of ways that you can help people. And I do think we need to dive into some of the terminology behind it and exactly uncover, you know, what does a lot of this mean? But before we do that, I understand that your story begins as a quote unquote wounded healer. Now, what does that mean exactly? And what did you do to find healing when you were at that stage? Okay. Well, I use that term in, in 
you know, it's a, it's a, it's a common term. I'm sure there are people who haven't heard it as well and those who have, but really what it means is, um, you know, being called to a healing path, a call to, you know, working with healing, but, but coming from a place of really having to heal, um, I'll say in myself, my own wounds or continue to heal my own wounds and to um, that that was kind of like a catalyst knowing that I had to kind of save my own life or look for that support and that help and those tools to do that. I wasn't going to be able to just go and study something because I wanted to work with people and help people. I had to very consciously be focused on healing myself as well. Think and from that, that, you know, supporting yeah. others through that experience to what you learn, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I would love to dive deeper into your personal healing experience, if you don't mind, because I feel like that is so powerful leading into exactly how you've been called to help other people. Mm-hmm. And some say, you know, that the the healing journey hurts more than the wound inflicted itself. And would you say that that was true? And and how exactly did you work through that? What did you do to heal yourself? Okay, well, first of all, the healing never stops. (laughs) That is a lifelong eternal process of growth and, you know, um, breakdown and new renewals and learning and all of that. And another thing I just want to say is that I really believe that we're all healers in some way. You know, we all have a path of healing. It's what, you know, it's whether we choose it and it's also whether uh, we find it in this lifetime or whatever lifetime, you know, we're going to find that. Um, And that just by being our true selves and, you know, healing ourselves, we share that, that light that we are, we share the, the love that we are, that we came from, that we're going to the love that is our medicine that heals us. And so it doesn't matter what you do, if you're embodying that love, you know, and your heart is open and you're kind and you're working on yourself and you care about others, you're doing healing work. You know what I'm saying in that way? Um, but um, for me, um, I guess a turning point, you know, I, I, I felt a calling just really young. It's kind of like, you know, we have different stages of awakening and some of us kind of came in here kind of like awake in the matrix, like, okay, we got here. What is this place? <laughs> you know, like, what is this? Uh, something's not right here. You know, I don't feel right, you know? And so, you know, kind of like being, kind of different, you know, we're all ultimately different in our own way, but I think, you know, I always kind of like saw things a little differently young as a young child and and kind of felt, could feel people and cared about people and, and just kind of had this, this empathic kind of quality, you know, Um, but as well as the shadow side, as well as the, the dark, the the um the the pain you know the wounding the uh, ability to be mean to others you know it wasn't about I was born an angel and was perfect and loving you know um and you know I 
I do know that it is it is challenging to face our own wounds. It is challenging to face our weaknesses. It is challenging to feel the feelings that we've numbed ourselves out from. Because even if we do feel awake, we are waking up to things. We have to, in that awakening process, we are coming out of a certain type of numbness, if that makes sense, that we use to shut down, you know, to not feel our bodies, not feel our hearts, not feel the impact of really a fear-based reality. You know, um, some of us were born into families with more dysfunction than others, you know. Sometimes um, with the case of my family, it was a mix of, of, of really a lot of love and gifts and talent and creativity and magic and beauty and affection and woundedness, you know dysfunction, mental health issues, abuse, trauma, you know, um, other forms of dysfunction. So it's a mix. Um, so it's kind of like, it, it was really, really devastating to start to face things that, you know, I didn't want to face, that I didn't, I didn't understand why I was in so much pain. And this started like in my early 20s when that, or even 19 or so when that just like, it became un kind of started to become unbearable. I hope I'm answering your question clearly. Um, yes, you are. You yeah, know. It gives me some more insight and uh, understanding to your just your whole story in general. Um, for somebody who may just be beginning their awakening or needs to, you know, start listening to that calling, what would you say is one easy practice if no, if they haven't been practicing self-love or self-care, what would you say yes. is an easy thing to implement? Um, one of the things I would really encourage people to do is to focus journaling, journaling your gratitude, you know, start real simple with, you know, 10 things or even five things that you're grateful for grateful for if you're kind of coming out of like a really deep place that's that's really difficult to climb out of start with that um or saying it out loud you know um but every day and if you need to do it several times a day keep practicing that i mean that thing, there's a list of things but um because that starts to even if all you can do is say okay i'm grateful that um you know, I was able to brush my teeth. I'm grateful. You know, you can keep it so basic, just based on whatever, wherever you're at, but just start looking for what you are grateful for it because it's like starting to allow in that love energy. It's starting to kind of open your heart and lift your vibration and start to recognize really the presence of love. I'm really and happy we have to that feed that. Yeah, I'm, I am really happy that you mentioned that self-love practice of journaling because I have been journaling for about five years now, but only within the past two years have I really been intentionally journaling in mm -hmm. a healing format. I mm -hmm. feel like it's easy to allow ourselves to kind of spiral in our thoughts in the same way we can do on paper and pen um, in, in a negative way. So when I realized, all right, I'm not healing through my journaling, although I say I'm journaling, what could be the issue here? And after that point, I had learned some 
other journaling techniques like gratitude journaling and, um, you know, having more compassion for myself in general as I was reflecting on myself through my writing, that really did bring about a lot more healing than I thought it would. It was just a transformation, even in that micro aspect, just that one way that I was showing love to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any other practices that you could recommend to folks aside from journaling? Absolutely. And and in that gratitude, let me just say too, it starts to train you to start looking for things to be grateful for and lifting your vibration, you know? Um, absolutely. It is, it is important to, and this is kind of, you know, being that I work with somatic, which is means kind of body-based work as well. Even when, if we're talking and we're writing, talking about writing and different techniques, um, it's still about coming in, being present in your body. So it is, and I think we're really realizing this more and more as a society. Um, it's really important to, to be conscious of your breath you know, to start to, to connect into, am I holding, am I holding myself tight? Am I, am I holding it all in? Am I actually um, de- depriving myself of oxygen and life force energy, which comes through our breath because it's how we nourish our, our bodies as well. It helps to clear our minds. It helps us to ground. So really starting to kind of pay attention to, am I really, really tight all through my upper body? Am I feeling, you know, um, like I'm not, I didn't even notice that I was breathing or not. That's a big sign right there. So it's a way of nourishing ourselves and nurturing ourselves. Um, And another uh, really important thing is to move our bodies, move our bodies in ways that, you know, of course I could go into a lot of different things, but really just start moving you know, move your body, um, find ways that feel good to your body. Because, you know, I, I, part of my background is being a fitness trainer. Um, but, uh, you know, we want to heal that the wounded element of what we do to our bodies through um, what we call fitness. Really, we were designed to, we were human animals, we were designed to move, we were designed to breathe. And so we need that movement because it helps to get everything else uh, working in our bodies. And that helps us to process emotions as well. It helps us to feel connected to the earth. Grounding with the earth is very, very important as well. Um, And that of course has been practiced by people throughout time. And it's an ancient, ancient practice. Indigenous people have always practiced this and Um, it's really a way to center ourselves and connect into um, this planet. You know, she has got so much healing energy and so much support and she needs our support as well. So it's kind of like reconnecting into that prime, primal and primary nurturing essence, you know, and it it also helps us to kind of like recognize that we have um, a role to play in taking care of our home and taking care of our home, which is our own body and taking care of the planet that we're on. And, you know, um, it's no joke, for example, that, you know, indigenous people are under such, have been under such attack for so long because they, they, they embody this and they're, they teach this unwaveringly and it's a big piece because it, 
when we're centered in our bodies and we're centered in the fact that we are a part of this planet and we're all a part of the planet, it keeps us very, it, it's a, it, we, you know, we can get caught up in modern society and we can get caught up in the distractions, but you will always come back to that. You know, you will come back to that foundation. Yeah. And it's, that is very it, well you can't be controlled as easily, you know, like that, mm -hmm. by these matrix kind of powers. Um, and another piece is really dialoguing with um, your sense of, of sacred divine source. You know, I, I can't water that down. There are going to be people who just don't agree with it and that's okay. Then my message just won't resonate because <laughs> I know this is part of what saved my life. You know, it's not, I'm not talking religion. I respect people's religion. If they do it through their religion, beautiful, you know, um, but you know, and the earth is a part of that divinity. The essence of who we are is that divinity that we are, you know, we come from love, love source, our source, our creator, whatever words you want to use, you know, um, people can get, you know, turned off by the word God or God is because of, you know, how it's been used in ways that aren't loving, you know? And so that when it means it is about loving, you know, um, and to recognize, you know, I work with many different divine beings. You know, I work with uh, the higher consciousness of my ancestors. I work with spirit guides, guardian angels, nature spirits, um, Mother Earth, Grandmother Moon, Grandmother, Mother Ocean, you know, a lot of forces. But you kind of find what you connect with and recognize that we're, we are supported. We are loved unconditionally. And to tap into that in any way possible, just to start, whether you are really feeling it or not, to start that dialogue saying, you know, whatever, be real, just be real. I don't feel you right now, I'm struggling. Or I know you're here and I wanna call on you. I wanna ask for your support, you know? So that's prayer, basically, you know, that's prayer. You know, it's that yeah. dialogue. And it's with the intention of also anchoring that into our sense of ourselves and recognizing that in every other being, whether they're stepping away from it and acting out and being destructive, you know, that's a choice that's happening too. You know, they're choosing to, you know, kind of let their life force and their energy being given over to hatred, you know, violence and cruelty, whatever that is, that's, that's what they're doing with their, they're kind of giving their divinity over to something that really doesn't doesn't love them, but is using them, you know? So we want to just keep connecting into the truth and the divinity of who we are and who, and, and where we came from, you know, it's very comforting. It's very empowering and it's a way to anchor into our bodies as well. That is all so well said at a certain point in time, I just felt this rush of vibrational energy through my body and I just was like feeling everything that you said so yes and I Good, yeah. especially love the way that you carefully define prayer and God and whatever however you want to call it because yes you are so right that those terms have just been butchered and um, 
but it is all one and the same. I'll agree. I'll 100% agree with you on that. Yes, mm -hmm. I didn't want to call out the term before you defined it. But in my mm -hmm, mind, sure. I knew you were right. Yes, that is prayer. Um, and all really important things to practice. And um, as we start coming to the end of our interview, I'd love to have you call upon the audience to take action in a certain way, shape, or form, anything that you'd like that promotes positivity in someone's life. So if you can imagine you have the ears of everyone in the entire world right now, and you can truly make an impact in that way, what would you tell people? Okay. Well, beautiful. So what I would say is because this was taught to me and thank goodness it saved my life 10 million times, right? That we really are love. We really are loved. Um, you are not alone. You are seen and celebrated by the divine and, and really to learn to do that for ourselves and each other. And that is a daily practice. It can be a practice all day long. I wanna encourage you also to breathe, again, to drink lots of good water, to, if you like it, to listen to music that you love, to listen to drums and rhythms and sounds that you love, to listen to nature, to go into nature, whether it's in your, on your, just on your balcony or your yard right now, so many of us are in lockdown, or parks, where, the beach, wherever it is, to connect into that, the natural world, into, um, into the natural body that you are, and to, to dance, you know, I want people to dance, you know, just to dance and let that nourish you because um, we really, and, and to do whatever kind of movement that works for you, really, if you don't want to dance, then you don't want to, don't do something you don't want to do, but just uh, in ways that that's going to move your energy and just keep reminding yourself that you really are a, a gift. You really are a gift. You have something to give. Just being yourself is makes a difference. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, be be that light, you know. And we really need you. We really need you to do that. We really need you to do it. So please do. <laughs> Beautiful. Now I want to make sure that folks can follow you on your platforms. I know that you're very active on Instagram. Um, but other than that, where are some places that people can follow you on? Um, well, uh, Instagram has been more of what kind of where I've been focused, you know. Um, so I would say that's, you know, primarily where, you know, you can connect. I mean, I do have a website, morgandenae.com as well to kind of get an idea of, of what I'm doing. Things are, I'm kind of working on some things behind the scenes as well. Um, well, let me just say on Instagram, Morgan, I'm at Morgan Denae Wellness and the Morgan Gaia Dancer. Um, but I'm also working on some classes that I'll be able to start to, to promote. I, I don't have them. I'm kind of working behind the scenes on some things now. So those I'll be promoting and putting out there as well. Um, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I get a lot of value from your Instagram. Um, you do post quite often and really valuable yeah. stuff too that are just um, very actionable ways that 
even just from home, you can implement uh, somatic uh, healing. So yeah, somatic you. healing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a good way to put it. Yeah. All right. So um, how, let's see. So you've mentioned the exciting projects that you've been working on. You have some classes coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the best way to get in contact with you is Instagram at Morgan Danae Wellness. It can be Morgan Danae Wellness. Yes. Um, okay. You can also feel free to reach out to me on my website. Um, and I also offer if anybody's looking at wanting kind of one-on-one work, I offer a free 20 minute virtual consultation as well. Um, you know, if you're dealing with, you can check out what I work with more deeply too. But if you're feeling like you really kind of, you know, that there's something you want to take action on and you're just wanting to explore, then I do offer that as well. Mm. Thank you so much for your time today, Morgan. Thank you for sharing your story. I know that a lot of people are probably in the same shoes that perhaps you were in in your early 20s and just looking for some direction, looking for some healing. So I hope that whoever's listening out there, you can definitely tap into Morgan's healing energies and definitely utilize her as a resource. But thank you again so much for your time. I think it was a really amazing session. Yes. Thank you, Des. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for lending me your time today. If you found a moment of Zen through this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a review on iTunes so that this message might reach more people. For daily positivity and to join a community of awesome humans, follow us on Instagram at ThePositiveAF.